This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org to discover more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Zing This. You got me, Zinger. And I'm Ellie. And today, we're going to start off with news, because that's what we do. Um, there's plenty of news to go through here. There is even an Infinity War spoiler that I will attempt to not do any spoiling of. But if you've seen the movie, you'll get the reference. So we're going to we're gonna dance with that at some point during news. So if you haven't seen Infinity War, first thing, why not? Second thing, go see it. Third thing, like I said, I'm going to avoid spoiling it. So... Well, uh, anyways, when we, when we get to that, first things first, the Predators trailer. Ellie, what did you think of this? Well, I was asking you, what's the timeline? I don't know. Is I don't this know if a it's, remake? Is this, like... I don't know if it's connected, because I have done nothing but just watch the trailer. Okay. And to be honest, I saw a g- decent cast of people, yeah. but to be honest even more, I think the first one's still probably going to be the best movie that they've ever done involving the Predator. Because I feel like it, 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 it's this completely different movie after a certain point. Like, in, in the beginning, it's this macho, you know, you know, machine guns, you know, what, big muscles. Yeah, it's, it's one of those <laughs> movies. And then all of a sudden, after a certain point, it shifts to a completely different movie. And I think that was, like, the huge appeal of how good that was. With this one, I kind of feel like Predator in the movie now, he's like the main focus, and I really don't care who he's going to be around that's going to be attempting to kill him that he's just going to murder. That's my kind of sh- long and short of the Predator. I did like the cast, though. I, 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 I you, you were commenting on a lot yeah. of them, so. Hmm. So I said, I guess we could find out. I didn't out. even, this is how in, uh, not in tune I was. I didn't know that was going out. And apparently it's coming out this year, yep. so. Oops. Yeah, I, I remember that it had been, and we we were working on doing a Predator, our favorite Predator episode yes. at some point. Movie. So, our yeah. pre- no, an episode of the podcast discussing. I know, but our you were fav- saying my favorite Predator episode, so it just didn't well, sound no, right. our, our I know what you're okay, trying to say. Okay, yes. I'm, okay, I got I'm, you now. Okay, everyone's on board <laughs> now for this. So, I mean, that that could still happen. We could do that, of course, leading up to that. But we'll we'll see what happens with that. Because, I mean, there's only a handful of movies to choose from, and something tells me Alien vs. Predator would not be on either of our list. Oh. Eh, they weren't the best thing in the world. I don't mind talking about crappy movies. <laughs> yeah, but these are on, like, a different level. Oh, okay. So, anyways, um, next thing is Brooklyn Nine-Nine was can't... I, there's been a lot of shows canceled. I'm only focusing on this one, people. It's Mace Weeps. It's basically May Day for a lot of shows. Yes, yes. Um, May is a scary time for a lot of networks and shows, yes. Yes, Brooklyn Nine-Nine was canceled by Fox. Once again, proving, as Ellie always says... (laughs) Well, but at least they did let them, what, five seasons? Five seasons. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know if this one can necessarily count because... It has. It did go on for five seasons. But it was something that was it that was, the internet spoke, and guess what? 
Yes. Somebody else listened up. NBC decided to listen, and apparently they got picked up by NBC for a sixth season. That is, 13 that episodes. is awesome. I'm excited. Are they going to do the thing where, like, if it does well, then they'll do 22? Who knows? I'm just Bye. glad that, I mean, I've fallen behind on watching a lot of it. Uh, yes. But I always do enjoy that It doesn't show. take very long, though, for a show like that to catch back up. Oh, no, I no, mean, no, you no, can no, do no, a no. season in a night. Yeah. So... Yeah, if you really want to push yourself. Yeah, so yes. I mean, it, it's it's a great show. I, I really enjoy it, and I know that everyone was up in arms over it being canceled, and mm-hmm. and I, I put that in our notes for Monday's discussion, but I had to revise those notes to say, hey, it's okay, NBC is apparently picking it up. <laughs> Calm down, everyone. Oh, so I always forget and talk about this stuff at the end of the episode. And oh, wow, Ellie's, Ellie's getting, a, getting something out of out ahead of time this is why you take notes and then you yell at me and you're like oh my gosh why didn't you do that in the beginning of the episode so um i'm pretty excited i just beat the second uh sibling of the seed family for far cry (laughs) for far cry so i have beat um is john the one with the wolves i always get him mixed up i think I you you know I've been preoccupied with another game. I know, game. I know, God of War. Yes, which I did beat, and it is phenomenal. I want to do an episode about it at some point. Yeah, cool. I have no problem with that. But um, I want. Uh, I need anyways, to play a little more of yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. But yes, yeah, so I've beat Jacob and Faith, um, but I'm hesitant to go after John because I'm afraid it's going to go straight to like the, the end, end game, game. and yep. then I won't have all my trophies because I am trying to full I trophy this. will point out in God of War, they will there there's a certain character that kind of nudges you when you're getting close to the end of it to be oh. like, "Hey, are you sure you don't want to go do some other oh, stuff?" Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. I'm not I'm not going to say who or why, but there is a character that kind of goes, "Hey, are you sure you want to go do this right now?" cuz we could go do some other stuff real quick and it's that and I knew what was coming next, but God of War does let you explore afterwards. And you know what else I'm getting excited about? What's that? E3. Yes, we actually, I have some notes on that. So, okay. so, 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 so tap them breaks. We got one more TV show to talk about. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Uh, for the Rick and Morty fans, yes, we did a Rick and Morty episode a few weeks, about a month ago now or so. A little, little bit ago. Anyways, um, it was an up-in-the-air thing on whether they were renewing the show or not, and apparently... Uh, fate has smiled kindly upon Rick and Morty because they have Cartoon Network has ordered. Are you ready for the number of episodes, Ellie? Do you want to take a guess? Because I, I know you don't probably have not looked this information. Episodes up. or number of episodes, not seasons. Oh. Number of episodes they have ordered. Mm. Now I'll I'll how many is in a season? Um, it depends. There's sometimes around like eleven ish, mm. but I will also point out that uh, there are about thirty episodes in right now. They've done 30 episodes. So how many do you think Cartoon Network has ordered? Oh, gosh. Um, let's say 25. You want me to, you want to keep guessing or you want me to tell you high or low on this one? <laughs> I don't know. Higher. 35. Higher. 45. Higher. 55. Higher. 65. A little bit higher. Oh, God. 70? Yes, they have ordered 70 episodes. Somebody's been smoking the crack pipe. No, I'm excited for that. <laughs> that I guess that's why it was taking so long for them to get back with, um, for them to release the information because they probably wanted a longer deal. They probably were like, we're not going to sit here and do these like 
do a season, wait around. Do a season, wait around. If you can guarantee a, like, I don't know the logistics of it because I just know the number. Okay. But I'm excited because I love Rick and Morty. And considering the fact that this, they've ordered double the amount of episodes that have already been put, like, that's awesome. So that could I be. I think that's a dumb move on Cartoon Network. You do? I, I think this is a solid show, though. But we all know mm-hmm. with shows in the past, whether they are animated or real. Don't, don't, get, don't bring up the Dan Harmon curse. Do not bring up community <laughs> and stuff like that. I'm just saying, I mean, yeah, it's really good right now. Well, I don't know, but um, people think that it's really good right now. Mm-hmm. But it can take a season to just bomb a show and just not do that good or the writing goes a direction that the fans don't like or whatever the case may be so i i think that's pretty bold to order that many they are very self-aware of their of their following so i'm sure that if stuff does not go the way the people want it to they will adapt but i'm excited as a fan of rick and morty and knowing that we're going to get that much is super exciting uh could it get stale and drawn out yeah but i'm sure that if podcast existed back in the early 80s i mean sorry early 90s and we were talking about the simpsons we'd be like oh that's ridiculous to order that many episodes of that show and look at where we are now with that that actually just recently broke the record another record for like one of the most episodes like airing of a series it beat out i think gunsmoke or beat out some western show i can't remember i, th- I want to say it's gunsmoke Probably having the most... Sorry, off the, off top of my head stuff here. Hmm. Um, so I'm excited about that. Ellie is just kind of there. <laughs> Ellie is the wet blanket to the Rick and Morty fan fandom that listens to this. I right. just haven't had any interest to watch it. It's not my thing. I, I know it is. I, I just want you to give it a chance again sometime. <laughs> I, I think I, I have a better chance of going back and watching... Um, American Dad, Futurama. Futurama from the beginning than I, I would to start. Well, this you show. like Futurama. I do I love like Futurama. Futurama yeah. is one of my is I hands down if I want to be honest one of my favorite shows of all time. I think it had an amazing. Wow. It, it is. It's definitely up there. Wow. Okay. Um, I, I I love The Simpsons, but I feel like that's a more solid series from beginning to end. Since The Simpsons is still going, and there's the whole debate of what's good, what's not with it. That I feel has a better like as a whole. A better series so anyways that but that's a discussion for another day so e3 stuff yes so apparently canada exit canada walmart or walmart in canada or something some kind of combination of those words <laughs> apparently <laughs> accidentally leaked some pre-orders oh what and i can't confirm all of these like 100 okay. this is just the list i found okay so i'm gonna go over them and you all say right. yay or nay as I go over them. What? That I'm excited or I don't think it's just, happening? Just in general. Just okay. general. Just right. would you would you be excited for this game? Okay, I'm care? excited. I'm excited. And we're going to try to keep this short because we got a fun, fun, <laughs> hairy, big-footed topic to talk about later. Was that too heavy-handed? <laughs> All right. Uh, first one, Tom Clancy's The Division 2. <laughs> I didn't mess with the first one, and we have two copies. Yeah, we bought it on like some sale to where it was like it stupid was, cheap. Yeah, and it was super cheap. We're like, we'll, we'll play this together sometime, and that never happened. So that's a eh. That's an eh. Eh. All right, Splinter Cell. Really? All right, next one, The Last <laughs> of Us Two. Yes, please. 
I don't know. After playing God of War, I think the whole adult and child dynamic has reached a whole new level anyway, of awesomeness. yes, please. Just Cause 4. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> All right. Um, Why was I thinking? I was thinking of something else for a minute. When now, mind you, there are a few of these that are kind of dumb moments. Um, WWE 2K19. Next. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dragon Quest 2. <gasps> yes. Oh, my God. I remember the first one was so fun. Final Fantasy VII Remake. (laughs) (laughs) I'm choking. I'm so excited. Can we just have it come out already? Yes, I I just want to date, please. (laughs) Yes. Um, And by the way, this has no distinguishing on what systems he's coming out for, but I'm sure you can guess. Metroid Prime. Next. I know you're not a Switch fan. Um, Okay, okay, okay. We're going to stop there for a minute. I never have said I'm not a Switch fan. I'm not a Nintendo fan. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Moving on then. No, I, I do like some Nintendo stuff. I've just never got into the Should Metroid. Should I skip the next one then too? <laughs> no, what it's is Super it? Smash Brothers. No, that's cool. Yeah. I'm good with that. Uh, Borderlands 3. Yes. Assassin's Creed. What? Just says Assassin's Creed. Are you serious? Yeah. Just Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Um. Okay. I don't know what to say to that one. Lego DC Villains. Yes! Yes, finally stepping away from the Batman mold with yes. the Lego games for DC. Um, Beyond Good and Evil 2. Oh. It's been, I mean, that's an it's, old yeah, game. Yeah, it's, it's about time. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, Rage 2. Next. Really? Bethesda game? I didn't really get into it that much. The first one? Yeah. Neither Next. Did I. Uh, Forza 5. Forza Horizon 5. Um, I'm sure it's cool for the people that like this uh, car games. I'm just not I'm not big into the car games, but they've always been popular. And Gears of War 5. Oh, you'll be excited about that. I need to still play the, the fourth one. Well, you were supposed to play the first one all the way through with me in co-op, but, you know, we've never done that either. Why don't we just... Okay, stop the podcast. <laughs> we're going to do that right now. Sorry, episode's running short. Goodbye. <laughs> So that's that's kind of a list. I just want our listeners to know how many games we have duplicate copies of. That one we don't have duplicate. That one you play in the same well, system. Well, I, I know, but I'm okay. I'm just saying, like games in general that we were supposed to play together that we never have. Well, it's called children podcasts and everything <laughs> else under the sun that we do these days. So yeah, so that's kind of a leaked list. I saw another one that apparently had God of War five. Oh, too soon. Um, I don't know. I kind of would be excited if they already announced the no, next one. too soon. Well, if they announced it, not Where's like... Where's my Witcher? There's not going to be another yes. Witcher. Yes. Which, by the way... I, I am think... still holding on to hope that one day there'll be another Witcher. Speaking of which, there was a trailer apparently leaked that was supposed to be for the Netflix show. It is not real. Mm. I was fooled by it, got super excited, watched it, and then I saw some actual gameplay footage. Of, like, one of the cinematics, like, of him riding off. And I'm like, oh, this isn't real. Darn it. (laughs) Looked fun, though. It's just kind of like it had me fooled. But anyways, so that's kind of a quick rundown. And I I would be excited for a next God of War ready. That they could announce it because of the way this one ends and what it sets up. I want them to put these out kind of like every other year or something to where they can get through the story they're putting forth right now. So I feel like waiting on it would be a miss would be a um 
would be a disservice to them. Because these games are ones that you can get through like within a year to get everything done. I don't know if you had a comment back to that. Red Dead Redemption 2? Uh, that's already been pre-orderable. I know. I'm saying I'm excited about it. Oh, okay. Alright, well, with that, um... Oh, yes, the... The... Grab a box of tissues if you've seen Infinity War. Let's see if I can, one, do this without spoiling anything, and two, um, make everyone sad at the same time before we go to break. Alright, apparently James Gunn has... Apparently they script out what the I Am Groot, like, what he's actually saying... Just so they have, like, can write out the response to it better. But it's, of course, I am Groot. Apparently, the last words Groot said in Infinity War, the last words he said, I'm just going to leave it at that, were to Rocket, and they were Dad. Like, with a question mark. Like, kind of of implying, like, Dad. I'm I'm not, you know what I'm talking about. And, And if anyone's seen it, they know what I'm talking about. I'm not trying to elaborate more than what I just said for anyone who might not have seen it yet. So what do you think of that being his last words? Stupid. What? <laughs> Why are you looking at me Why like that? Why would that be stupid? I just don't think that's... I just... That's dumb. For him to consider Rocket his dad. Come on. That's like cheese for cheese sake. Can I get another bag of Cheetos? Oh my gosh. Don't overplay my d- Spider-Man moment. Oh, okay, so so you're trying to say that they're trying to upstage the Spider-Man moment that happened. I'm saying that. Okay. I don't appreciate it. All right, as long as you are giving a good argument, this will not get cut from the final <laughs> part of the show. <laughs> All right, with that, before we talk anymore and start spoiling stuff. Oh, okay, yes. Um, on that note, I will point out there our Memorial Day episode will be a revisiting of the Avengers. Uh, mm-hmm. I have assembled a crack team of nerdy nerds. <laughs> a crack team? Yes, a crack team of nerdy nerds to discuss that. So that will be out, of course, on Memorial Day because we will be on vacation. So I decided to... Woo-hoo! Record an episode. It's been a few weeks since we've gone somewhere. I'm getting antsy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so we just, so we record an episode early with a, a like I said, I'm not revealing who's on it, but it's a it's a it's a crack team of the best nerds I could possibly gather to discuss kind of a revisit and kind of how the how the internet's responded and how we've kind of settled like after the excitement's kind of boiled down, maybe seeing it a second time or really thinking about how we really feel about what the Avengers has offered and what we think may be up next. So that's something to look forward to on May the 28th. But until then, we've got a interesting topic to discuss today. Um, we decided to do maybe a reoccurring segment. I know we have so many of them now. It's becoming a long list. But uh, this one, I don't know how much more we could do with it after this, but it is going to be a segment that we're going to call cryptids in comics yes so we decided to do sasquatch well of course and or bigfoot and we're stretching that um that that line a little bit so when we come back we'll just we'll begin our discussion on kind of sasquatch in comics but at the same time we're going to talk about you know sasquatch as a you know cryptid and all that stuff too so we're going to kind of give you the whole pop culture-y, comic-y goodness of the character, and then our own take on the mythical wood ape. Anyways, this is Zingness, and we'll be back right after this. (laughs) 
Hello, all you curious creatures out there. I'm Amber Ray. And I'm Andrew McKay. And we are the hosts of Into the Portal. If you like myths, legends, history with a paranormal twist, join us every week as we explore lesser-known mysteries of our world and beyond. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, and all other major podcast platforms, and at intotheportal.com, your gateway to the bizarre. The only question is, do you dare peer into the portal? Welcome back. So as we said, we're going to be taking a look at Sasquatch in comics, or Cryptid in comics this week. And I didn't do too much digging because once I kind of unearthed the one I was thinking of, it really grabbed a hold of me and got me to where I was like, this is more interesting than I thought it was going to be. But before we start, I want to point out a mistake I made in our Twitter post and our Instagram post for this episode. I did post a picture of bigfoot slash sasquatch from the futurama episode where he appears forgetting that we were only focusing on the comic aspect of it because i got overexcited because i wanted to do just whole pop culture on him but that would be a that's an episode for another day but yes sasquatch slash bigfoot does appear in an episode of futurama and there is a line in there that i think is one of the funniest criticisms of sasquatch ever but that is either if you've seen the episode you know what it is, or we'll discuss it some other day. So that was my mistake by getting overexcited about the topic. Anyways, Ellie, do you want to go first with um, maybe a certain character from another franchise that maybe in a comic was confused for Bigfoot slash Sasquatch? <laughs> sure. So I rather enjoyed this one. Um, it's, of course, non-canon, so <laughs> yeah definitely on multiple levels now <laughs> um but it it's really fun it's a really fun read um it's it's called into the great unknown and it's basically it's short it's like 10 pages or so but it's han solo and chewbacca mm-hmm. they're they are in, they're the main ones that start off in this in this comic and they're in their starship the millennium falcon falcon Excuse me. And um, they're fighting some people. It really doesn't matter who. And they end up crashing into what planet would that be? Um, Earth? Yeah. The Earth? <laughs> In Earth. Uh, which, <laughs> this is, it's kind of funny. It's um, who they end up running into is a group of Native Americans, mm-hmm. but not necessarily, um, I don't think necessarily Indians, it's just early, early humans, or early, you know. Somewhere it's, They had arrows. And, yeah, it takes place on the West Coast, so some First Nations people. Of yes. Some, of some, does, I don't think it ever points out what tribe they are. Right, yeah, 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 so, and... Um, Han Solo gets fatally wounded. I guess he didn't, um, (laughs) shoot first. Oh. This is why Han Solo always shoots first. Yes. Um, so, unfortunately, poor Hans, he 
you know, he can tell that he's going to die. So he asks Chewie to put him on board the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Chewie basically, I think it's where he can't really get back off the planet. He's yeah. stuck there. Um, and then 126 years later, Chewie's still there. But guess who ends up also being there? Who's that? Well, a little fella I know is Indiana Jones. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. So, Indiana Jones is on an adventure with his sidekick, Shorty. Basically. So, is it not Short Round? Well, it says main article short round, but it says Shorty accompanies Indiana Jones on this expedition to okay. the forest. All right, continue because this is we're we're getting to the important part of this. Yes. <laughs> so, um, Shorty and Doctor Jones is in search for Bigfoot. Dun dun dun. I know. They've they've heard some rumors and tales that that. That Sasquatch is in this area. By the way, we're interchanging Sasquatch and Bigfoot throughout this entire episode. (laughs) Bear with us. (laughs) Yes. Um, And they um, come across the Millennium Falcon. And it's really funny and cheesy. He goes in there and he sees the skeleton. Indy does. Yes, Indy sees the skeleton of Han Solo. And basically... Has this weird kind of deja vu, odd moment of there's something very familiar about this this person, mm-hmm. um, and so he decides to leave. Yeah, and just kind of you let know, let the legend be a legend. Yes, exactly. Um, so I I think this is amazingly adorable. Um, I, like I said, clearly it can't be canon. Yes. Um, but. I think it's cute. It's a so, fun read. So it's so it's a little allude allude to the fact that Chewie is apparently what everyone keeps mistaking right. for Bigfoot in the which, area, which would be understandable. Yes, I would. I would totally agree with that. So nice, a little cool, nerdy Star Wars reference as well, because I know that a lot of people do refer to him as a Bigfoot and everything. So I I, th- I think that that's a really cool thing, mm-hmm. and you know what? If it's I know it's not canon, I know it's just a fun story, but it's something that that was enjoyable that oh, I remember no, coming yeah. across. Also, if you do check out the Twitter and Instagram, I did post the final panel of that where you see a certain Wookiee sitting in a tree overlooking <laughs> the the um, Millennium Falcon. So that's the awesome. the overgrown and kind of aged with time millennium falcon so that is definitely a cool one a cool mm-hmm. little bigfoot in comics or sasquatch in comics um reference there now as we all know there is probably tons more of these but i focused on a marvel one because like i said once i started going down this rabbit hole i was like i i completely and i'll admit this i completely misjudged the sasquatch character in marvel i just thought it was legitimately just like they found sasquatch out in the woods and was like hey you want to join alpha flight and he's like yeah i was wrong so wrong (laughs) about that so i will admit that but man did i find some interesting stuff that i didn't even know and it's just it it kind of just kept getting funnier and weirder as it went so 
Sasquatch of Marvel Comics had his first appearance in Uncanny X-Men 120 in 1979. Now, as I said, I thought it was just like the legitimate Sasquatch they found out there. Well, guess what, Ellie? What? It was not. The, the actual character or the alter ego is Walter Lankowski. And you, Doctor, sorry, Doctor Walter Lankowski. Mm. And he, of course, is a member of Alpha Flight. Now, are you ready for some interesting and fun things about this character? Yeah. In the comics, he also played for the Green Bay Packers. So Sasquatch technically played for the Packers, <laughs> though he wasn't the hairy version of that. <laughs> but allow me to get to how he became that hairy ape-like creature that we that like i said i post the image of and that we're all used to from the comics um because he possessed the ability to transform into it similar to like the hulk can transform bruce banner transforms into the hulk but it's not rage oriented it was it, are you ready for this these powers that he has were a result and i'll go over all of his abilities and stuff in a minute these powers were a result of a self-experimentation with gamma radiation. Uh, Sound familiar? Yeah. And in an attempt to become like the Hulk. But he but he bombarded himself with the gamma radiation near the Arctic Circle. And the experiment turned him into the behemoth known as Sasquatch. And he assumed it was because of the Aurora Borealis... The Northern Lights is what he assumed had a kind of tweaking of those those gamma rays to make him become Sasquatch instead of the rage monster like the Hulk. Though, hmm. unbeknownst to him, and this is where, like I said, this just keeps on building on weirdness. Unbeknownst to him, it was not the gamma rays that turned him into the Hulk, but the fact that his laboratory equipment actually opened a doorway between worlds to the realm of Great Beast. And that's what he got from it, basically. When the portal opened, a mystical beast, I'm not going to try to pronounce the name because it is a lot of vowels, a lot of consonants, and none of them go together correctly, invaded his body. And that's how he was able to obtain the Sasquatch form, which allows him to transform into a orange-furred giant that he still keeps his brilliant scientific mind, but it also gives him superhuman strength, endurance, durability, and stamina, regenerative healing factor, sharpened claws and teeth, and the ability to leap vast distances. So, kind of whole Wolverine saber-tooth mix? Yeah. And he also has worked with Wolverine because he's part of Alpha Flight, which is the Canada equivalent of the X-Men. It's kind of their national um, kind of organization and everything. So I just thought this was very cool because I said up until this point, I just thought he was just a Sasquatch. And I, it, like I said, I, just, I thought that was cool. So what did you think of all that? <laughs> I, it's cool. It's an interesting take. But, Obviously, it's... It's heavily uh, influenced. Yes. And also, there is a lot more stuff they've done with the character. I just wanted to kind of give him the initial origins. And he has gone toe-to-toe with the Hulk before, too. Wow. He's also been in the Hulk TV show as well. And he also has fought the Wendigo 
Though I will point this out, the Wendigo will not be mentioned in our Sasquatch discussion today because if you know the origins of that, even though in Marvel Comics it's kind of put forth as like this giant just white beast similar to Sasquatch, it's actually in its real world or quote-unquote cryptid counterpart, it's vastly different. So that's why we're not going to really touch on it as I'm just mentioning they all fought each other. And also, the um, that was one of the first times Wolverine was introduced, too, was uh, when the Hulk and Wendigo and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, like I said, I was not expecting this, and as I just kept reading, I was like, this is, keeps getting sillier and sillier as it goes, and I love it. It's it's just that classic comic-y, like, builds-on-itself goodness. So, like I said, that's that's pretty cool, but now... Alright, so let's go to his, I guess, quote-unquote, real-world counterpart of the, 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 what of course inspired the Sasquatch from the comics, and I'm sure had some influence on the Wookiee. Um, the Bigfoot, the Sasquatch legend, Ellie, what do you think of it in the sense of, I, I think you, you, you told me you, you had like the top ten states that, that had sightings and everything and am i correct in saying that all 40 all 48 of the continental u.s states all have sight at least one sighting of one reported sighting there we go words of the the bigfoot uh yeah i think that's that's amazing um i don't know if all of them are substantial you know obviously it's the eye can play tricks on you, but I, I really do believe that there are so many areas in the United States that are so heavily wooded that it's definitely believable that, you know, something could be living out there. I'm definitely with you on that. Um, I know that where we live is not the biggest area for it. Right. But we do get a handful of sightings, I know, around here. And I got one that, that we're going to go over and discuss real quick. But like I said, I just, I anyone who listens knows I love cryptids and the paranormal and stuff like that. And Bigfoot is one of those things that I feel like, would you want to run into a Bigfoot, Ellie? <laughs> I don't think so. Because, go, go ahead, sorry. Well, no, I was just saying like. I would love to see one, yes, but from afar. <laughs> I feel like some sightings have this either, you see, it's like what I just see, or it's, oh my gosh, this is the most terrifying experience of my life. Well, I mean, it would be terrifying, obviously. I mean, depend, I, like I said. If I, I mean, saw... it would be it would be one of those exciting but terrifying yes. at the same time. Um, you know, you obviously... If you would run into something like that, it's obvious that that would not have run into people very often. Um, so you never know how something is going to react, you know, to yeah. an encounter like that. So, um, you know, it could be aggressive and just because it's scared, too. I mean, you just that's what I'm saying. So it would be very exciting, but it would also be well, six, pretty, seven oh. foot plus um, tall, <laughs> like couple hundred pound thing i mean i i think it'd be hard to startle it but at the same time more than a couple hundred pounds (laughs) yeah well i mean i said there's no way for us to go off of the body but that's what most estimates are and everything um do you want me to go over a sighting we had local well vaguely recently 
but well, locally. We, yeah, us. and we can. Um, I kind of wanted to go over the top ten states. Real oh quick yes, too. yes, yes. Sorry, you did say that you had the top ten states. Um, so no surprise, Washington. Yes, is the number this, one. Isn't that where the um where so the comic a, took place? Well, they have a annual music festival that's supposed to be really mm-hmm. crazy too. Um, for a Sasquatch music festival. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, so I. It'd be kind of cool to check that out one year. Um, the, uh, California. All right. Is not number surprised. Two. Yep. Um, surprising number three is Florida. Not surprising at all. Really? Because I was Skunk thinking, Ape. Okay. The Skunk Ape is... Okay. Cards on the table. Ellie is familiar. Ellie, would you like to give your kind of rundown of how familiar you are with um, crypto, the Bigfoot, like cryptozoological aspect of it? Um, I mean, I'm not one to sit for hours and watch documentaries and all that stuff. I Are think you accusing me of doing said yes. thing and listening to endless I, amounts of podcasts? And I don't consider myself an expert, but I'd like to consider myself knowledgeable. <laughs> so, no, yes. I think Bigfoot is, is interesting. It's exciting. I think it definitely is something that could exist. Um... You're you're ruining the end of the episode. That's that's for the end. Oh, for I'm sorry. End. I'm sorry. Excuse me. So no, yeah, I'm I I have not done a lot of of research on the subject. But continue because that would be the skunk ape, which is kind of the swampy version of um, the Bigfoot, and it's supposed to be, if I remember correctly, a little bit more on the more aggressive side, and also oh. the more stinkier side too. Which is well, because not- he's hot. Well, it was just he hangs out in the swamps and muck and stuff. So yeah, like well, but it's also really hot in Florida. So uh, yes, he he isn't using his Bigfoot underarm deodorant. Yeah. Well, a lot of Bigfoot sightings. This is apparently not something regularly reported. They stink. They're apparently <laughs> apparently a lot of people don't report that they have a very musty, like very oh. very noticeable smell to them. But apparently the skunk ape are really stinky. Okay. Well, like I said, I can believe it. All right. So we're on number four now. Now, State number four. four would be Illinois. That one doesn't surprise me. I'm sure it's not Chicago area, though. I'm sure it's that's not where a lot of them are reported at. Um, and then you have Ohio. Not surprised. Grassman of Ohio is a very popular thing with um bigfoot sightings that they have there and mind you everywhere in this country has different names for this thing too so um and then oregon not surprised once again that's up in that uh northwest area yeah they said cave junction is um near the oregon caves national monument and preserve all right is a popular area um texas is number seven Uh, that one is an area that gets a lot too and I think we all think that Texas is like probably this open, vast, you know, like plainsy area. But I mm-hmm. think there's a lot of forest down there too. Well, I would think um, any any state that has in the top ten, it would have to have a lot of some kind of forest yes, or grasslandy exactly. or some some area they can hide in. Yes, um, Michigan is number eight. Once again, that great that that kind of upper area where it's still got a bit of you know outdoorsness to it. Um, well, yes, they have with over 95,000 acres of secluded marshland, um, obviously it would be a perfect place for them. Um, nine would be Missouri. 
I'm not. Once again, that's. And then top ten, uh, finishing off the top ten is Georgia. Hmm. Yeah. I did not expect that. See, here's the thing. The first few I got, but the last few I was kind of surprised with. Yeah. Um, that is definitely interesting. Sorry, I'm, I'm looking at, at a, a list here of the sightings, and it just edged out. I think Colorado would have been the next one. I know New York is also very famous for it. Up the upper part of New York is apparently very famous for oh, it Oh, yeah, as well. upstate New York. Yeah, up, yeah I upstate can see New that. York yep. is very famous for sightings and stuff as well. So, but this one comes from Virginia, which is, I'm sure, uh, let me see here. Not super low on the list, but definitely not in the top half. Uh, kind of in the middle. According to the site I'm looking at, reported sightings are around about 70 to 80 in Virginia. Of okay. reported sightings. And oddly enough, our area does, where we live, does have actual sighting in it. But that's not surprising because we do live in, in near mountains and national forests. So... Are you ready for this signing? I'm going to read to you, Ellie. I am. All right. <clears throat> it was observed by two gentlemen who were hiking in the George Washington National Forest a few miles away from the West Virginia border. Upon, and now I'm going to read the, um, the description of the sighting. Upon being out for several hours, we were stopped. We stopped to rest and eat. The rest was for about 20 minutes or so. When we stood up, we turned around and we could see down the mountainside. Something was standing there. We could see two legs and what looked like a hand and possibly a head. It looked like a brownish-red color. And even though we were so high up, we could still see it was huge. When we both pulled out our phones to try to get a picture of it, it walked off and that's the last we saw of it. It was if it was a bear, it's not likely because we've never seen any bear have that coloring. I have no clue what it was, but we observed it for about a minute and a half. Uh, they it also they the sightamon also says here's some other notes of the sighting. It said right before we saw it, for maybe about four minutes, we heard an animal that sounded like it was in distress. And um, it does have like the, I'm using the BFRO site. It said that the BFRO person did investigate and they said it was about 100 yards away or so is where it was, like 100 yards away from where they were standing and that they said it did not move like a bear. So it was re-emphasizing that. They said that they did attempt to take pictures with the phone, but by the time they got their phone out, it was too late. And they saw it for about two minutes was of the approximate timing of the sighting. Um, and they said that it sounded like there was a deer in distress. So, so the, so the BFRO thing is just reiterating like their interpretation of it. So they said that it sounded like there was a deer in distress before the oh. sighting took place. So what do you think now, mind you, do you want me to tell you where this was in reference to us? Or do you get it from the, um, near the West Virginia line? You know where the reservoir is up on the mountain where mm -hmm. I go fishing? Mm -hmm. It was near there. Okay. Which, mind you, once again, I just said I go fishing up there. I can 100% <laughs> believe this is a very isolated area to an extent. 
that i mean you can get there but it's a few dirt roads and stuff and these guys there's tons of hiking trails up there and it is somewhere that i'll see a lot of tracks of different animals when i'm out on when i'm walking around the lake to go fish and that is a place that i don't go up there by myself for multiple reasons because there is one no cell phone service and two you are legitimately out in the middle of the woods so right so yeah i can definitely believe that this this is a very area that i would not be surprised that someone would have would have saw something yeah what's your take on it um by the way i'm not the one that made this report in case you think i'm trying to cleverly cover it up (laughs) i mean we have a lot of areas i think in virginia in the blue ridge mountains and you know in all those areas that it's very believable i mean you just you never know i i don't ever want to say that somebody didn't see what they saw so sounds interesting to me and on a map I got here where it shows, like, the sightings, the um, it's got, like, a little coloration to where if it's above a certain amount, it changes to yellow. There's, okay. like, a band going right down through here in West Virginia. Okay. Yeah. Right along the state line to where it's a little bit more heavy. Well, yeah, and, I mean, West Virginia is not as populated of an area, so. Well, funny enough, our neighboring county on the other side of the mountain is a more heavily apparently cited area for West Virginia. Okay. Yeah. So So yeah, that's I think that's very interesting. Um it just surprised me though that I was like like I said it didn't it didn't. It was one of those things to where it surprised me, but at the same time I've been up in that area. I know I don't know exactly what happened, but I could see it exactly happening mm-hmm. up there. In in that cause it is very secluded. It's very like even though there's hiking trails and stuff, it's like you'll probably see somebody. You you could probably go hiking up there every day for like a month, and you'll probably wouldn't run into anyone on the trails. But you know that there would be people up there, right? Sort of thing. So, yeah, um, that that's an interesting one. So I just wanted to do that one real quick. I just thought it was a fun one because like I was reading it and I'm like I know exactly like where this, like the route they would have t- like not the trail but the area that it could have taken place in so that's cool um so since you spoiled it earlier <laughs> what's your determination on this this cryptid well uh like i said actually here first things first and i know i would have probably pointed this out earlier have you ever seen one no okay i think i was about to say i think we've we've established that neither of us have right but um continue right yeah no um i i believe that they exist somewhere i don't know you know you know how many they are or anything like that um but i I definitely do believe it's very possible that they could have survived or you know evolved from something or whatever the case may be um I think, like I said before, I think it'd be really neat to run into one, but also from very, afar, from afar, <laughs> um, but also very, of course, scary. Uh, so I definitely would not take, um, I'd be very respectful and not take, uh, <laughs> take advantage of the fact that, uh, you know, I could handle myself with it. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll leave that for somebody else to do. 
But um, no, I, I think it'd be really cool to one day have a news report and actually have concrete proof that they exist. That'd be really neat. Um, actually, I'm going to step back real quick because I actually did not notice this until I was just looking it over. Out of the six sightings that have been reported in our area, all but one of them, yep, all but one of them took place in that area. Oh, wow. The okay. other one was um, on the opposite side of the county, but one of them was actually... Take took place at the very lake I was talking about that I go fishing at. So I, like I said, I just I just did a recent one because I just went over it, but then I noticed as I backed out of that page, I was like, oh wait a second, all these are taking place in the same. So I guess that's a hot spot. So yeah, I was gonna say, but they're they're they they are years apart, so it's not like they all happened in like a month of each other or something. But yeah, I can I said earlier one hundred percent believe it. Um, as for me. I've said earlier I love cryptids and stuff. Um, people are seeing something, and I know that it's something that the um, First Nations and, and the Native Americans and everything discuss. I mean, had stories about. So, mm -hmm. I, I I like to keep my mind open to that, and I could go deeper into that discussion, but that's for whenever I hop on one of the other podcasts from Dark Myths or any of the other paranormal podcasts, but. Like I said, we could revisit this with more pop culture references and stuff because I know there's been a ton of terrible movies made featuring Bigfoot as the, like the monster that's coming after people. So maybe I'll force Ellie. Not, I don't think <laughs> I have to force. Her, I just have to mention that there's this movie where Bigfoot does this, and she'll probably watch it and be like, "This is awful and awesome all at the same time." So with that, we're gonna go to a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna wrap up the show. Now I know what you're thinking. You just saw that UFO land, the occupants don't seem to be at home, and you just want to lick that thing. All the kids are doing it, and it seems like the cool thing. But it isn't. Licking UFOs causes hallucinogenic, yeast-narcotic-induced karyokinesis, otherwise known as Hynek. Symptoms include electrocution, bleeding gums, tongue rash, mouth sores, flatulence, gastrointestinal disorders, enlightenment, an understanding of why space pancakes don't have salt. Flatulence. The urge to consume copious amounts of Tic Tacs and or eggs and or Mentos. The ability to speak Sasquatchese. Vomit. Diarrhea. An undeniable urge to sing the song Satellite by Dave Matthews Band. Satellite. Oh, God, stop it. A sudden urge to mate with Venetian women. Flatulence. The inability to stop saying, Houston, we have a problem. Time slips. Telepathy death, and flatulence. I know it may seem cool to lick UFOs, but is it really worth it? Don't lick the UFO. The more you know. This message paid for by the Our Strange Skies podcast. Alright, everyone, so... So kind of vaguely stepping out of our normal discussion thing, but this is something we want to kind of do since we're both kind of fans of the paranormal to an extent. We thought it would be fun to maybe do one of these, and since we're in dark myths and everything, and, and Ellie pointed out before that she doesn't like only talking about, like, creepy and stuff like that only in October or so. 
So we're going to try to sprinkle more of these in throughout the year, kind of creepy discussions and stuff like that, instead of just saving them up for October, because that's what you're expecting then. You're not expecting it in the middle of May. But anyways, um, Ellie, would you want to save 20% off of your first order from Cryptic Crate? Of course. Well, if you go to crypticcrate.com, you can save 20% off your first order if you use the promo code SECRETPOD. Wait, isn't that secret trade? Up, 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 up. By the time people notice, they would have already saved 20% off their first order. Once again, that's secret pod. Use it at <laughs> checkout. I didn't steal it from somebody else, if that's what you're asking. All right. Anyways, um, as I said, we, um, we enjoy talking about this stuff, so this was kind of a fun episode for us. But we have the Potter and Love convention coming up in August... Uh, if you want a discount code for that, it is Zing. Use that checkout on your tickets. It will help you with a discount on that. Um, if you want to check out more podcasts that are that cover this stuff probably better than we do. Actually, I can guarantee they cover it better than we do because we're pop culture and fun and stuff like that. And both enjoy the topics, but they're kind of delve into it every week. You can, of course, go to darkmyths.org. Check that out. Um, I will point this out. We also did another one of the Dark Council episodes, and it was on Greek mythology. It Ooh. featured um, me, Toby from The Secret Transmission, Blurry Photos, David Flora, and Ryan from the Rumor Flies podcast. And we all got together to discuss kind of myths and stuff like that from, from Greek mythology, and that was a lot of fun. Um, I kind of am ashamed to say maybe I wasn't the most um, pop culture nerdy one on that episode. Oh. Someone else might have taken my crown for that one. But no, it's it's another one of our fun get-together episodes. So go to so go find that course on your pod feed or whatever you find podcast on. Search Dark Myths Podcast, I believe it is. And that will allow you to listen to those episodes. And we're, as the Dark Myths Collective, we're going to try to do more of those like fun episodes where we get hosts together to discuss topics and stuff like that but you can of course find me every week discussing star wars stuff on knights of vader podcast and you can find us ellie where well on podbean apple podcast stitcher tuned in google play mm-hmm. and spotify now yes and also iHeartRadio. but if it's on apple podcast ellie what do we greatly appreciate that you do uh, well, of course, a five-star review. Awesome. And you can also find us on Facebook. You can tweet at us on Twitter. You can go to Instagram and just go to at... Zing This Podcast. On Instagram. Uh, if you want to contribute to the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash... Zing This. I recently put out a $1 ep- uh, episode for our $1 and above level one where it is me discussing... What I think is one of the most epic 34 minutes in cinema history. Um, I'm not going to disclose what that is. But if you know me, you probably can assume it has to do with maybe some 80s cartoon of some sort. Anyways, we're also going to be uh, putting... I'm also going to be putting out something for the $5 level real soon. And Ellie saw Rampage, so... It was awesome. Oh, sorry. Um, We'll probably be putting out an episode with her discussing that sometime in the coming weeks. So definitely jump over to Patreon to check out those cool little episodes that we're putting out for that um if you want to email us directly you can go to zingthis at gmail.com if you want to stuff with our logo on it you can go to tpublic.com slash zingthis 
And our sound guy is A.A. Ron. Our logo is done by Chris Zinger. And finally, DJ Golden Boy. 89. Play us out. <laughs>